The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast, recording this on a Wednesday night in Southern California. And wow, 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 what a finish to these Western Conference uh, playoff matchups, the Game 7s. The Rockets just advance over the Oklahoma City Thunder in Game 7, just barely at the last second. And a very crazy finish. And they're now going to be taking on the Lakers in the second round, the Western Conference semifinals. So we'll be looking at both Western Conference Finals matchups. And joining me tonight, Los Angeles Lakers fan, Rebound. What up, Rebound? How you doing today? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing great. How about yourself? We're doing well. Loving these finishes. Lots of crazy stuff going on. Lots of good defense. Uh, yesterday, last night, with the Denver and Utah game, that was kind of a sluggish finish. And now, tonight, and even more like kind of sloppy finish in this Oklahoma City game versus Houston and then kind of a controversial finish as well to the game two Eastern Conference semifinal matchup between Miami and Milwaukee so let's get in into kind of the the Western Conference matchups me and Akshay went over the Eastern Conference matchups uh, on uh, sat, uh, last Friday I believe so We'll, we'll start with your Lakers taking on the fourth-seeded Houston Rockets in the first Western Conference semifinal. So what do you think about this series? What, what do you think the keys are, and what, what do you think is ultimately going to happen? Yeah, the keys are going to be if AD can eat because they have no one to guard him. No one even close to his height besides Tyson Chandler, and he doesn't play at all. Also, X-Factors are going to be Eric Gordon, uh, how he plays, and... Uh, if Russell Westbrook can develop the, show, if, the way Harden and Westbrook play, and who, who's going to guard them, I would I would put Danny Green on Harden. Uh, if if Rondo plays, I would put him on Westbrook. And and that, that those are going to be the keys. And uh, if the Lakers if the Lakers bench can keep it up, and if they can have a third player like they did in the in the first series, KCP stepped up big. Points-wise, that those these are going to be the keys, and uh, Houston. I don't know if they'll be gas, but seven-game series until the last second. I mean, that's gonna that's definitely gonna hurt them. Okay, so I, I mean, in regards to the Lakers' starting lineup, do they kind of play down to the Rockets, or do they go the other way and go ultra big with and keep it with? They're, they're too big starting. What, what do you think Frank Vogel does there in regard to that? Uh, knowing Frank Vogel, I think he's still going to keep McGee in, but probably for very very limited minutes, three, four minutes to the start. And then, I don't know, I think he would put Kuz in for him then, I'd say. Okay, and then for sure, down the stretch, there's no, there's no path other than eight, Anthony Davis at the five, correct? Yeah, I agree. 
Okay, and then and then for the rockets in this one, I mean, if they're if they're not able to kind of contain Anthony Davis, so what what's kind of their strategy for for Davis and LeBron? I mean, who who do they put Tucker on? Which one? Uh, I think they they put Tucker on LeBron. Okay, and then who who's guarding Anthony Davis then? Robert Covington? Uh, I don't know. I mean. Uh, that's up for Mike D'Antoni to decide. I'm just pumped to, to finally watch a Laker game in a week. All right, yeah, I mean, it should be fun to watch. I mean, Lakers have been resting well. I mean, so what's Rondo's current status? I mean, do we think he'll play uh, game one? Well, what's, what's, the deal, what's the deal with Rondo? Uh, I think he's going to sit out game one, but I think he'll be there for game two. I mean, what, what's going on with him? I, I, heard, I know he's medically cleared for his thumb. I mean, is the back spasm issue still... Still hampering him? I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't read the reports. Okay, so I mean, I, I I'm just wondering why he can't play right away. He's been back and he's been cleared for his thumb for at least a week. So, but uh, definitely having him there is he their crunch time point guard? Is he out there with that that crunch time liner for sure, or, no? or is there other possibilities? Uh, with the Lakers, there's always different possibilities. I mean, you got to have LeBron and AD on the floor. That's a, a given. Yeah, that that's for sure. That's a, but who are the other three? I mean, that's not the other three are not the three, certain. I think certain the way KCP has been playing, he's got to be out there. I mean, and whoever's playing good on defense, like it's it's different on any night. Like, I would have Kuz out there, and the other five, the fifth one can be anyone. I mean, it can be. It can be a small or it can be a big. I mean, depending on how they're going, it can be Morris, it can be Kuzma, it can be Rondo, it can be Caruso. Uh, it can be anyone. It's just who's hot that, that, and Frank, who Frank Vogel goes with. Okay, so I mean, in regard to, I guess, the Lakers' big men, are we going to see much out of McGee and uh, Dwight Howard in this series? Or uh, very little. Slim, slim to none. Okay, so they're mostly, for the most part, going to play down to Houston's size. Yeah, they should. Okay, so what can we expect Anthony Davis's averages to be in this series? Uh, 25 and 12. That's it? Yeah, just give them the BOD. They don't want to spread the ball around. I mean, I, I wouldn't really consider that domination. That's, that's his, his regular stats. I mean, if he, this is such a big mismatch for him. I would expect him to go ham and go for yeah. 31, 32 a game, 14, 15 rebounds because he, he's going to ha have a much, uh, much uh, significant rebounding advantage as well over. But he couldn't do it on that, that rookie, that, that rookie that they played against in Portland. I don't know what his name. Wenyan Gabriel. That was yeah. one game. Yeah, couldn't do it against him. But then after that, I think he was fine, and he, he showed his dominance in a few of those games. He scored 43 in the the last one, I believe. So. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, I mean, if if it's such a mismatch, I w those are kind of the numbers I'm expecting from him. Some somewhere between 32 points, 14, 15 rebounds a game, four blocks a game, and LeBron I, ultimately should should be dominating as well. I don't really see who who they can throw at him. I mean, PJ Tucker is probably their best bet. And, yeah, and I don't know if he can kind of keep up with him, speed-wise. I think strength-wise, I think he can. But Covington, I, they'll probably switch back and forth. But 
I, I, I just don't see how they can contain both of those guys. So it's imperative for both of those guys to be humming at the same time. And that's a big key for the Lakers. But just regardless of that, I think the Lakers just have a decided advantage. Uh, this Houston thing is kind of kind of gimmicky to me. And then even it showed here against the Oklahoma City team that is much less far superior, uh, much less superior to them. And talent took them to the brink to the literally the last second of the la of game seven so yeah. the Lakers are much more talented much more equipped and I think they're gonna win this series I'm gonna say six games so what do, what do you think yeah my pick is Lakers and six Lakers and six okay I, I just think I mean even though the Lakers are a much better team I just think Houston will have those few games that they'll just shoot lights out from the three so I think they'll be able to Win, win two games just with, with their shooting because I think they're going to put up 60 to 65 threes a game, something like that. So I think they'll be able to hit those threes and kind of be able to give the, the Lakers a slight scare, but nothing nothing uh, too serious to, to where the Laker fans around Southern California have to worry because the Lakers are will move on to the conference finals in six games in my opinion. All right, we agree in that one. Uh, we're both taking the Lakers in six. So we'll move on to the next Western Conference Series. The next, uh, the other L.A. team, the Clippers, taking on the third-seeded Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets, over fresh off their seven-game series win over the Utah Jazz, coming back from 3-1 down in that series. So what's your takes on this series rebound and what's the key matchups and what's your ultimate prediction? Uh, I think Joker's going to eat. They have no one to guard him. Is Jamal Murray 100%? Uh, then who, who's going to be the, the third wheel for Denver? Who are the candidates? What, Gary Harris? Gary Harris. Monte Morris? Yeah, Morris. Michael Porter Jr.? Yeah, definitely MPJ. And then for the Clippers, are we going to have uh, Pandemic P or Playoff P? Yeah, that's that's one thing. Is Patrick Beverly gonna play? That's huge. Well, all all the reports I've been reading about Pat Patrick Beverly is that he's uh, set to play in Game One and, and return versus the Nuggets, and I think that's uh, a a big uh, resurgent uh, comeback for them, a, a big addition to bring back into their lineup because I think it's just another body that they could throw at Jamal Murray, and I think they're gonna throw. Lots of different defensive sets of him, lots of different bodies, anywhere from Patrick Beverly and Landry Shamit to Kawhi and Paul George, and maybe even Harrell on some switch, uh, some pick-and-roll switches. So they're going to throw the kitchen sink at him. And I think Denver's best bet is to run a, a high-elbow-type offense through Nikola Jokic because, I mean, we're seeing, we've seen how, how amazing he is with his passing skills and just uh, finding the open man and his vision and kind of just setting up other, other makers and uh, playmaking for the Nuggets. So that's, I think, going to be very key for Denver. But I, I don't think, I think it's just going to be undershadowed by the Clippers' depth and their experience and just how much more talented they are given, I mean, they can just beat you in a variety of different ways. They can play small with... I mean, Kawhi at the center probably, or Paul George. And then they can go big with Harrell or Zubak. I mean, they have 
lots of good players off the bench with Lou Williams and Harrell. Uh, I mean, just they have a plethora of options. They can shoot the three ball well. So it's going to be a very tough series for Denver coming off an already grueling, arduous series versus the Jazz where they came back down from 3-1. So I'm going to have to go Clippers here in five. I wouldn't be surprised if they sweep. And it's going to set up for what I've been waiting for all season, a Western Conference Finals between both Los Angeles basketball teams. I got Clippers in six. Clippers in six. Okay, so what's your percentage chance for the Nuggets What what I to win the series? Like a 10%. 10%, okay. Alrighty, so... Uh, for for the Clippers, I, I mean, I guess get this. If they win this series, this would be the furthest they get to. Uh, what's kind of gonna kind of be the key for Paul George in this series? I mean, he was a little sluggish. He kind he kind of had one good game in Game Five to kind of bring himself back. He was okay in Game Six. So what what's kind of what's gonna kind of be the medicine he needs to kind of get out of his funk? I don't know. He's got just got to be himself and be confident. He said he was in a dark place. I think they can bring their family now. That I think I think that should help them. I don't know if Have the families reported? I th I thought it was yeah. supposed to be on Monday. Yeah, you didn't see Fred Van Vliet's daughter there. Oh, no. her. I did not. I I guess I missed that. Uh, I guess I didn't check Instagram. Yeah, you got you got to be on Twitter, or Instagram, you know. Okay. All right. I guess that should be. I guess a good psyche, a, gu a good little kind of uh, kickstart to the players. Uh, mental status, I guess, uh, kind of being around their loved ones. But uh, I guess no argument here between the both of us. Uh, we both got the Clippers. I got them in five. Rebound has them in six. So I guess that'll wrap it up for the Western Conference semifinal series. Uh, I know we discussed the Eastern Conference final series with Akshay last Friday, but I wanted to get your thoughts on some of those. Both of those currently sit at the higher-seeded team down Two two nothing in both of those series through two games, both Milwaukee the number one seed and Toronto, the number two seed. So let's start with that Milwaukee Miami series. I kind of left early with that with that game. Twenty seconds left, Miami up by six, and <laughs> I left to go for a walk, a little late evening uh, early evening stroll, and there was a controversial finish rebound. Uh, tell me about it. Uh, they they were up six. Giannis went for a quick dunk. They went down four. Uh, then Jimmy Butler turned the ball over. Brooke Lopez dunked it. They were down two. Jimmy Butler got fouled, missed one free throw. Then Chris Milton got fouled on a three controversial call. And then Jimmy Butler got fouled at the buzzer. They said there's zero seconds left, and he made both free throws. So wow, there's wow, the foul wow. right there as we're watching TV. Oh wow. Oh, you got him a little at the end. I don't know. Well, that's definitely going to be controversial for sure. I, I'm going to probably be hearing about that on some podcast tomorrow or some radio shows or on SportsCenter for sure. So, and first take and undisputed and all those. Oh, other look at that. Look at that. Puck. 0-14 all time when trailing 2-0. Uh, that doesn't bode well for them. I mean, but I guess some solace for them. I guess they can kind of reverse... What happened to them last season in the conference finals? They went up 2-0 and then lost in six. Maybe they can return that favor to Miami, but we'll see. I still think that it's going to be a long series. I had Miami in seven uh, when we did the pod with Akshay. 
uh, last Friday. And I, I think I'm still going to stick to that. I think the Bucks, uh were definitely played a lot better in Game 2, and they're they a lot closer. But definitely Miami, that's why I like them going in. I mean, they've kind of been able, able to impose their will. They've been able to control the pace. The There's the foul the right there, the Milton foul, by the way. Yeah, both of them are questionable fouls from what I'm seeing. But no, you can see it again, like this one. I guess uh, they're calling it consistent on both sides. You can't really... I guess blame the rest for that one then. So, but, yeah, I mean, in regard to the series, I like Miami. They're very versatile offensively. They're very versatile defensively. They got veteran guys on their team. They got young up-and-comers. They have veteran coaching staff. One of the best cultures in the NBA, in my opinion. And they, they're just very good, tough, disciplined team, and they play hard every, every game, and they're going to give the Bucks, who are kind of... Uh, a relatively young team, their core, and not super experienced, somewhat some experience, but they're just going to throw a lot of different exotic sets at them defensively and offensively, and they're just going to play hard and be well coached, and they're going to give them a lot of trouble, and that's why I, I like them going in in seven. So, so Reva, what do you think? You, do you still you still like Miami? What was your original pick? In this uh, my one? original pick was Bucks and seven. Bucks and seven. Okay. So that very well could still happen. I mean, even though they are down 2-0, but I don't. I, what's what's kind of what do you have to see? Kind of see from Milwaukee the next couple games to kind of get out of uh, the the type of tempo and pace that Miami is being able to impose on them and the different defensive sets that they're throwing Giannis's way. Well, they need uh, a third wheel, and uh, they need their defense needs to step up. Because Miami had like seven players in double digits. Yeah, they had seven players in double digits. And Jimmy Butler they didn't play well today. 13, 6, and 3. So yeah, Jimmy Butler is very pedestrian after a impressive game one uh, with, 40 ga with 40 points. Uh, game one performance with 40 points. So oh, Do you see that happening for the Bucks in the next couple games? Or do you see this being... What's your, what's your pick now? With Mil do you still have Milwaukee? Uh, I don't know. I think I think Miami should close them out in six. In six, okay. All right. So you have the Milwaukee winning a couple games, but we'll both agree on Miami now. But I, I still have them in seven. I think the Bucks are going to make this a series and fight back. So, but we'll see what happens. But let's move on to the other series now. Uh, first, out, I want to give a shout out to Akshay. Congratulate him on the first uh, two games for Boston. Up 2-0. Very. They played. Uh, very impressive basketball. So, but with that being said, I had Toronto in seven in that one. I I think I'm still gonna pick stick to that. I mean, I think Toronto will pick it up. I think they'll pick up their three point shooting. They've missed, I think, 30 and 29 threes respectively in game one and game two. I think they'll shoot better from the threes, and I think they'll kind of uh, get a more stable stabilized all around performance from their team. And I think Pascal Siakam will play better. So, what's your thoughts on the series? What was your original pick, and what do you see happening now? I had Raptors in six, so they would have to go four and zero, but uh, I don't see that happening. Spicy P has to step up for sure. That's the first thing. Your star player always has to play good, and the role players have to step up. And their defense just is going to sleep. They're letting all the all the role players play good. There's always a role player on Boston that's playing good every game. 
Robert Williams, Daniel Tice. Yeah, exactly. Williams has played very well the first yeah. two games. Robert Williams, I, I think he's... I don't know if he's even missed a shot from what I've seen. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, we'll see what happens there. I, I'm still sticking to my guns with Toronto in seven. Uh, I thought it was going to be a close series uh, at the onset last week when we made the picks, and I'll stick with Toronto. I think they'll improve their, their shooting and make it a series. So we'll see what happens. But with that, Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Zebo. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy all the NBA basketball coming to us in the next uh, couple days and on the weekend. And I'll be back to preview the conference finals matchups. And also, probably this weekend, we'll be doing uh, NFL over-unders for both the AFC and NFC. Thank you guys and stay safe.